This is the KFDM Morning Podcast from the most watched news team in Southeast Texas. Let's get you a look at some of your headlines this morning. We're now learning the name of a woman killed in a head-on collision near Jasper, which also claimed the life of another person. The crash happened Saturday morning on Highway 190 near LP Corporation's oriented plant near Jasper. DPS investigators say Audrey Williams of Holly Springs, who was driving a Nissan Sentra, died at St. Elizabeth Hospital in Beaumont. First responders say 30-year-old Stefan Johnson of Burkeville died at the scene. According to DPS, Johnson became trapped underneath a Cadillac that had overturned. DPS investigators say Johnson was a passenger in the Cadillac driven by Antoine Turner. Troopers say Turner tried to pass another vehicle in a no-passing zone and his Cadillac crashed head-on with the Nissan Sentra. Turner is listed in critical condition. This story comes to us through our media partner, KGS Radio. A developing story late last night about a crash involving President Biden's motorcade. Yesterday, a car crashed into a parked Secret Service SUV that was shielding the president's motorcade in Wilmington, Delaware. This as Mr. Biden was leaving his campaign headquarters. The president was unharmed. A man driving a silver sedan crashed into the SUV just feet from where Mr. Biden was standing. The president looked around, startled, before Secret Service personnel ushered him into his waiting SUV. Other agents surrounded the sedan and told the driver to put his hands up. Early reports indicate the crash was not intentional. It was raining in Delaware at the time of the crash. Well, Southeast Texas is now home of the 2023 5A Division II state champions in Texas high school football. PNG defeating back-to-back -back defending champion South Oak Cliff Saturday in Arlington with a 20-17 win. It was a repeat of last year's matchup, but this time around, the Indians came out on top. PNG, with one of the best fan bases in high school football, drew a huge ground to AT&T Stadium to witness the victory. Plus, here at home, not just in Port Natchez or Groves, but all of Southeast Texas were tuned in, cheering for the purple and white. But the celebrating is just beginning. We have a, all have a chance to congratulate Coach Jeff Joseph and his state champs in person. A victory parade is planned for this evening in Port Natchez. The parade will start at 6.30. The route will follow the typical homecoming parade route from the library on Merriman down toward the high school. Parade will lead into the stadium where a community pep rally will be held around <coughs> 7 o'clock. Once again, championship parade and pep rally taking place this evening. Well, a large-scale migrant shelter is opening in El Paso to help alleviate the border crisis. Jonathan Mieja reports. We're looking forward to just the expansion of supporting this very regional effort. The Border Seven Corps are opening up a migrant shelter in East El Paso near the airport. The group has already been working with Annunciation House and the City of El Paso by helping taking migrants to shelters and airports, but was asked by the city to consider expanding their services in the borderland by way of opening a permanent shelter space. We've all seen uh, the migration trends over the years, and we recognize that there's more need for 24-7 services. And so that's what this facility will help do, just support those services in this region. The BSC has a similar operation, Las Cruces, and here in El Paso, they have team members working at airports from 3 a.m. to 8 p.m. to help migrants with airport navigation and also have a team at the Paso del Norte Bridge where those who enter with a CBP-1 app can receive help as soon as they cross. 
receive folks who are coming over the port of entry through CBP-1. We provide them reception. Um, USCIS has co-located with us to start the work authorization process, which is just a game changer. The group is excited to be one of the shelters with the largest capacity to house migrants. There will be spaces for welcome, for intake. We'll have spaces where legal providers can come in and provide assistance to our guests. Aside from that, the shelter will have dorms of different sizes to accommodate for families and different circumstances. The group is looking to provide relief to all stakeholders involved, the city and county of El Paso, the downtown shelter network, and migrants. We're really grateful to be here, to be expanding services in El Paso. There are a lot of amazing partners here already, and so um, we're just really happy to be able to come in and support the network even more. Former President Donald Trump is under fire after he repeated a phrase about immigration that has been widely criticized as anti-immigrant and quoting Adolf Hitler. They're poisoning the blood of our country. That's what they've done. President made the comment at a rally in New Hampshire, and he's used it while campaigning. The phrase closely mirrors one Hitler used describing the, quote, influx of foreign blood as poison. Trump is pushing a more extreme version of his hardline immigration policies if he's reelected, including mass deportations. His GOP rival, former New York Governor Chris Christie, slams the comments. Let me be really clear. I'm in this race to let people know it's not okay. It's not okay for an American president to be saying these things. Christie is the most vocal Trump critic in the race, but the, he lags far behind the former president in several polls. Well, this weekend, Southeast Texas took part in National Wreaths Across America Day. In Port Natchez, the Daughters of the American Revolution placed wreaths on the graves of veterans at Oak Bluff Memorial Park. The group, which belongs to the Captain William Sanders chapter of Port Arthur, spent the past couple of months collecting sponsorships for the wreaths. Before the wreaths were placed on graves, a brief ceremony was held with participation from the VFW Post in Port Natchez and the Girl Scouts. And now your daily forecast from the KFDM Weather Authority. Not much cloud cover out there as we take a look at the satellite imagery. We'll see mostly clear skies continuing to, to the morning time. And then we'll see mostly sunny skies for much of the day as we move through the early morning going into the afternoon. We'll see winds transition from that north-northwest flow to more of a northerly flow. But by the time we get into the latter part of the evening, we'll see some cloud cover start to return and more of a north-northeast flow to an easterly flow, we'll start to see as the wind changes directions a little bit. And we'll kind of be off to the races once more heading into Tuesday, where we believe things will be off on a chilly start. So chilly that pretty much all of the southeast Texas area, as we're forecasting, will be around the 30s. And we're already seeing some of those lower 30s now up in the lakes. Chances tomorrow, there's a um, few chances of spots, especially in the northern part, some 20s, looks like they will definitely come into play. Now, our next weather maker is gonna kinda give us something which we saw last week, and that's some rain chances climbing into the forecast. And this is Friday, not much there now, but a few upper level disturbances look to move through with a good bit of energy there. And we'll kinda see a little break there this is probably around Saturday afternoon, and then the next system will look to slide on through. So we think, as far as the rain chances are concerned, this is around the afternoon Friday. I mean, extensive all the way up to Tyler, down to the Galveston area. Now, these are a little bit lighter showers. That little break that we mentioned, this is early Saturday morning. Cloud cover will kind of come back in the area, raining supreme. But as we move into the latter part of Saturday going into Sunday, rain chances look to move back in from the west, kind of like we saw what happened last Friday going into early Saturday. Rain chances 
thinking it'll be decent, not much, almost most spots near an inch again, maybe a little bit more depending on where you are around the Woodville area, at least kind of forecasting two inches right now, but we got some time before we get there so things are subject to change. What's not really going to change today is these temperatures. Look to have a mild day in the southeast Texas area, lower 60s in the lakes, and the lower to middle 60s in the Golden Triangle. Wind gusts up to 24 miles an hour out of the north-northwest. Your extended forecast brought to you by Philpot Ford. Mid-60s today, just a little bit above the normal high, but as we move throughout the day going into Tuesday morning. Those chilly temperatures return to the forecast and by the weekend those rain chances look to slowly make their way back in the forecast as well. Thanks for listening and join us again tomorrow for the KFDM News Podcast.